Day 81, Wednesday. A huge storm came up. Waves poured into the boat, threatening to sink it. And Jesus was in the stern, head on a pillow, sleeping. Mark 4, 37 and 38, The Message. As I write these words, our nation suffers from a deeply troubled economy, and many are losing hope and some of those discouraged, disillusioned people out there will begin to reevaluate what really matters in life and their relationship with God. This can be an opportunity for us to speak up, offer a word of true and lasting hope, and point people to Christ. On one occasion, Jesus said to his disciples, Let's go over to the other side. So they boarded their little boat to cruise across the Sea of Galilee. Suddenly a storm came roaring out of nowhere. This one was a doozy, because even the seasoned sailors despaired of life. And what was Jesus doing? He was sound asleep in the stern. Waking him, they yelled, Teacher, don't you care that we are perishing? See Mark 4. It was really more like an accusation. Hey, Lord, are you paying attention? Don't you care that we're going through this? Wake up and do something. Jesus stood up and rebuked both the storm and his boys. To the storm, he said, Peace, be still. And of course, it instantly obeyed. But to his own followers he said, Why are you so fearful? Why is it that you have no faith? Or literally, Why are you so timid and fearful? Boys, haven't you learned anything? Remember what I said? Let's cross over to the other side. I didn't say, Let's go to the middle of the Sea of Galilee and drown. The fact is, Jesus never promised calm seas and smooth sailing. But he did promise a safe passage. He told them they would make it to the other side. Listen, it's better to be in a storm with Jesus than anywhere else without him. I would rather be in a rowboat with Jesus in the middle of a hurricane than a thousand miles inland without him. I would rather be in a lion's den or a prison or a hospital or even a shipwreck with Jesus than in any other situation without him. As long as I know the Lord is there, I can get through anything. Day 82, Thursday do two people walk hand in hand if they aren't going to the same place? Amos 3.3, The Message There are a number of things included in the concept of walking with God. The Bible says that we need to walk in the Spirit, Galatians 5.16. We should walk rooted in Him, Colossians 2.6 and 7. We should walk humbly with Him, Micah 6.8. The book of 1 John promises us that if we walk in the light as He is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus, His Son, purifies us from all sin. Verse 7, NIV. Walking with God means moving in harmony with Him, staying close to Him. This phrase, walking with God, speaks of a joint effort. If you go into business with someone, it means pooling your resources— Maybe you both have small businesses, even competing businesses, and one day you go to that person and agree to work together. You drop the contracts and pool your resources. He has his clients, you have your clients, and suddenly you broaden your base. Walking with God is like going into business with God. This means that I take all of my resources, which obviously are quite limited, and say, Lord, here is what I have to bring. I give myself to you. Then God says, Here is what I bring to the table. I bring my omniscience. I bring my unlimited power. I bring my grace. I bring my knowledge of the future and my perspective of the present and past. I bring all that I have. Essentially, it would be like a billionaire going into business with a homeless person. That's a pretty good deal. 
The homeless person will benefit because all the billionaire's resources are now at his or her disposal, but it also means that all of his or her resources, such as they are, will now be at the billionaire's disposal. When we walk with God, He brings all He has, all He is, to the table. But He also asks us for all we are and all we have. Through all of time and eternity, we are the ones who get the better end of that arrangement. Day 83, Friday Then I looked and heard the voice of many angels, numbering thousands upon thousands, and ten thousand times ten thousand. They encircled the throne, and the living creatures and the elders. In a loud voice they sang, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain, to receive power and wealth and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and praise. Revelation 5, 11 and 12, NIV.